At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 44 of the Adam Shine Podcast. And we're fired up to be with you after a sensational championship Sunday. The Super Bowl is set. What a quarterback matchup with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Our featured guest this week is one of my all-time favorites. He was ahead of me by three years at Syracuse University. NFL Network superstar, the great Andrew Siciliano, is going to join us as the featured guest on the Adam Shine podcast. We'll talk some Super Bowl. We'll go around the NFL. A lot of quarterback rumors flying. Andrew has a lot of great information and strong opinions on everything going on on the quarterback carousel. So Andrew Siciliano is going to join us, and I, I can't wait for this Super Bowl. Look. I picked the Packers. I picked the Bills in a major upset. I thought Buffalo was going to win. Said it last week on the podcast, 35-31. But in terms of the matchup we have, I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Tom Brady has now participated in 10 Super Bowls. This is going to be his 10th Super Bowl. That's 18% of all Super Bowls in the history of the NFL. Just think about the weight of that. 18% of the Super Bowls in the history of the National Football League. This is Jordan versus LeBron, Goat versus Baby Goat, Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback ever, 25 or younger to start back-to-back Super Bowls, to start two Super Bowls. How about the start of Patrick Mahomes' career when you consider the fact that he was a full-time starter for the first time in 2018? One MVP. He was D Ford on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage away from going to the Super Bowl and beating Tom Brady. Then last year wins the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl MVP. And here he is again back in the big game now. And the Chiefs are just an absolute machine. There are so many great storylines, so many great players. Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Frank Clark. Told you Chris Jones was going to be a gigantic factor. Honey Badger, obviously Mike Evans. That Tampa defense was unbelievable. No surprise against Green Bay. That defense is fantastic. Todd Bowles defense, Devin White, JPP, Shaq Barrett. These these cats are, are loaded on defense. But to me, it's all about the quarterbacks. Now, next week, we'll pick the game. We'll give you our official prediction, but... It's all about the quarterbacks. I think they're going to both play incredibly well. Brady obviously threw three picks on Championship Sunday, but listen, you always trust Tom Brady in a big spot. Mahomes is clearly the better quarterback in this game. I think as an early feel, high scoring, 35-27 kind of range. But again, that's unofficial. We will pick the official Super Bowl score. We'll pick it against the spread. 
Prop bets. We'll do everything next week on on the Adam Shine podcast. Bob, I am obsessed. Of course, Bob Stew, our senior executive producer. I'm obsessed with this quarterback matchup, the historic nature of it. What's your favorite storyline heading into Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, you stole my thunder. It's Brady Mahomes. I mean, that's the storyline, Adam. I mean, we're going to be talking about Tom Brady the rest of our lives, but I think we're going to be talking about Patrick Mahomes the rest of our lives, too. And I just think this game's going to live up to the hype. I mean, Adam, Tom Brady, he never plays in a Super Bowl that's not close. Even the last one against the Rams, that was a 10-point game, and New England scored 10 points in the final quarter. I mean, that's the thing with Brady. He's just incapable of playing in a bad Super Bowl. And look, Mahomes, he's only lost one time in a year. Plus, he's out for revenge. I mean, Adam, the D Ford lining up on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage against the Patriots, that cost Mahomes potentially a chance at a three-peat. This is the Patrick Mahomes revenge game, Adam. I can't wait. That's really what I'm looking forward to in this matchup. Oh, I can't wait for it. It's crazy when you consider the Patrick Mahomes revenge game angle, and it's it's crazy. He's lost one game in the postseason. It was to Tom Brady. Oh, this is going to be sweet, and I... I can't wait. Andrew Siciliano is the featured guest on the Adam Shine podcast, and we will talk to the NFL Network superstar right after this. Hey, everyone. This is Kirk Morris. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The featured guest this week on the Adam Shine podcast, my guy, NFL Network superstar, the great Andrew Siciliano. Andrew, how are you? I mean, if I'm a superstar, Shine, then what does that make you? I mean, is there is there another level? <laughs> I got to think I mean, about I, that, Andrew. How about co-superstars? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I, whatever. I was going to say, I was going to save some of this for the end, but let's start at the beginning because one of my first introductions at Syracuse was to you. You're three years ahead of me, W-A-E-R, and I thought the coolest thing of all time was Andrew Siciliano, assistant sports director, W-A-E-R, and here you are, your senior year, you get to go to the old Meadowlands. For Syracuse, Kentucky, for the championship, for the Final Four. I mean, I remember watching that whole thing, listening, and just being in awe of the great Andrew Siciliano. Well, I'm I'm glad, Adam, that you went on to meet far cooler and more important people in in the subsequent years that you spent freezing your ass off at Syracuse. I, I am flattered that I'm even part of this conversation, but that was, I, I will say that was an amazing trip. Right. Um, we got very lucky. Todd Jamison, who, who is uh, my partner on the games and, and the sports director. Um, it was our senior year. So uh, fall 95 into spring 96. And we got very lucky in that uh, John Wallace and JB Reese Snyder and Todd Bergen. And what, you know, what I maintained is Jim Beheim's best coaching job ever um, went on a run and somehow ended up 
at Brendan Byrne Arena at the yes. Meadowlands playing Kentucky on Monday night for the national championship after beating Eric Dampier in Mississippi State on a Saturday night. Um, we were lucky to be there, lucky to be along for that ride, lucky to have Bob Raceman write about us Friday after a Friday morning. Um, like, here are the two Syracuse kids calling the game on student radio. Um, it helped me out a lot in trying to find a job as a 21-year-old kid. Uh, it, was a, it was a heck of a ride. Funny, you mentioned the Raceman article, and I, I'm getting the chills because when I, all I wanted to do since I was eight was go to Syracuse and be a broadcaster, right? And so I get there, and Syracuse is making the run, and when, you know, I grew up reading Bob Raceman. So he writes that piece, which was on the wall forever. I'm sure it still is at, at WAER. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing of all time. Seriously, that article that he wrote about you and Todd and, you know, becoming sports director, assistant sports director, what WAER is. I mean, in moment for you as as a college senior, I mean, that's that's about as good as it gets. Yeah, it, it helped me a lot. Um, like. You know, back in the day when you used to send paper resumes, I, yeah. I, I certainly made a couple of photocopies of that. And, and honestly, I don't, I, I don't know that I totally – I appreciated it, believe me. I, I didn't – you know, I, I grew up in northern Virginia outside D.C. And going to school with so many New York kids and listening to the fan at night, yep. uh, which, you know, carried up to Syracuse um, every night. Like, I, I felt and, – and watching all the New York teams on TV, I, I felt kind of – as if I had become a New Yorker after four years, even though I wasn't. But I, I didn't really grasp Raceman's power or Mushnick's power, for yep. that matter. So, yep. like, when we had talked to Bob a couple of days earlier on the phone, like, I didn't really think much of it. And then the article came out Friday, and then my phone was back before cell phones. Like, I, you know, everyone, everyone just went nuts calling our hotel room. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is cool. It really was. I'm telling you, I'm glad, you know, you look back. It's, it's pretty amazing. I, I'll never forget it. Seriously. I, I just thought, you know, in moment, I'm like, I'm, I'm at the right place. This, this is pretty great. And then, you know, obviously following your career and, you know, it's been tremendous and you got a great show now, NFL now, 1 PM every weekday. And, and I got to tell you, it's, it's tremendous watching you. And I love when you do the thinking out loud segment, seriously, I, because I always have said, Andrew, I, I wish personally you were still a radio host because I love listening to you. I, I think you're one of the best radio hosts, sports radio hosts in, in Thank the country. I, I, I miss listening to you. How much do you enjoy doing the thinking out loud portion of NFL now? You know, I, I really do like it, and we usually do them like on Tuesdays. It's just for those who, who haven't seen it. It's just basically like a two-minute commentary, kind of like what – you know, SVP does on his show so well, and he's the best at it every night at Sports Center. Um, I wish we did a little bit more of it. Honestly, Adam, it, it, it's kind of, it takes, it, it's a little bit of a challenge to switch your brain back in that direction because I, I have my opinion, certainly, and a lot of them come out Sunday doing the Red Zone channel while I'm screaming at TVs, and I get a little snarky at times. Um, but it, it, it's not something I've done really consistently since I moved away from radio, which is what I used to do full time. So I like it. I, I, you know, our, our COVID world is so much different too. If I can go behind the scenes at NFL network, we thankfully have been super safe and we 
have so few people actually in our building. So many people are working from home and doing great work to get us on the air every day. But I don't have a teleprompter for that. So um, I get frustrated because I wish I could, quote, unquote, stick the landing a little bit better because I'm trying to do it off the top of my head. But I love it. Um, and I, I wish we did more of it, and hopefully we we will. I, I love what you guys have on your pregame show, which I watch because, you know, I get up on Sunday mornings uh, like at 5.30 Pacific when you guys are in the middle yeah. of your show, sometimes a little bit earlier. And so I have you guys on before game day morning comes on at 9 Eastern on NFL Network, so I switch over to Rich and those guys. So, um, hey, the, the more conversation, the better. I'm with you, without question. It's good for everybody involved. And listen, this this Super Bowl is going to be remarkable. This quarterback battle, I mean, you know, not hyperbole. It's it's one for the ages when you look at Tom Brady and and Patrick Mahomes. What storyline, whether it's the obvious and the historic nature or a specific matchup, what's your favorite storyline, Andrew, heading into Super Bowl Sunday? Man, it's tough to come up with a story one. I mean, a favorite one, rather. It's tough to get past the very obvious quarterback thing, you know, with Brady going for seven and and, and seemingly a deal with the devil to play until he's 100, <laughs> or Mahomes going for back-to-back. And, you know, he, he is the young face of the NFL that will be here, we hope, until he is 43 he's just wired differently both physically and mentally with his leadership and his demeanor the kid's amazing i remember when he came into nfl network i i guess i can call him a kid as, as you know we're well into our 40s now yep. um he i remember when he came into nfl network um and he was on path to the draft and total access and he couldn't have been just more of a dude more humble more modest and i won't forget either I was at that classic Rams-Chiefs 54-51 Monday night game back two years ago at the college game here in Los Angeles. And, you know, for those who don't know, I work for the Rams. I'm partial to the Rams. I might have had a few drinks that day. I wasn't working. And I was sitting with a whole bunch of Rams people. And I was down (laughs) in the tunnel after the game. And, uh, I mean, it was 101 points, 105 points scored. It was as good a game in the regular season as we have ever seen. This guy put up 51 points and lost. And he couldn't have been more gracious in the tunnel afterwards just to shoot the you-know-what. Um, he is wired differently, and I love the guy. Um, so the quarterbacks, to me, are the biggest stage or the biggest storyline here. But I also think the coaches, with Bruce Arians finally getting a shot to win the big one here, and, and with Andy Reid, who, if you remember last year, the story was, oh, Andy Reid's finally going to win one. Yay for Andy Reid. Now Andy Reid might win him back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And where does that put him in the pantheon of coaches? I realize there are coaches with far more than two, but I think it would be pretty cool for either of these guys to hold up that trophy on Sunday. Oh, without question. And, and it's funny. I, I've told this story before, but that's when I fell in love with Patrick Mahomes before the draft. He came in studio at Sirius XM. Yeah. You know, and, and oftentimes, you know, these, these prospects come in, which is great, you know, with their agents, you know, marketing agents, publicists. He came in with his mom and, and just did the mm-hmm. interview, and he was such a great dude, as you as you described. And, listen, you just felt as if he would get it. And then the ridiculous talent, I mean, my goodness, in that game, I'm, I'm glad you got to see him in, in person. You know, there's a couple of storylines at the quarterback position around the league that I kind of want to pick your brain. Because I really – I always want Andrew Siciliano's take on everything going on in the NFL. 
And you reference the Rams, and you know you work for them, and you do their preseason package when we have a preseason. You know, Les Snead, who I think the world of, Sean McVay, who I think the world of. You know, they haven't necessarily committed to Jared Goff for this upcoming season. Listen, I, I think the comments have been smart. I think the comments have been spot on. I'm a Goff fan. There are times this past year, in my opinion, Andrew, I think he's been a bit of a double agent, you know, throwing to the wrong team. Niners, Jets games, they quickly come to mind. What's your read on Goff and the quarterback situation with the Rams? I, I think I think they need to hit reset in the offseason, get the coach and the quarterback back on the same page because it's going to be hard to move that contract, to be quite blunt. It is clear that Sean – McVay was not happy with his quarterback's turnovers, especially the second half of the season. And he is not one. If you, look, Sean McVay's kind of an open book. He doesn't tell you much, but when he does say something, you know it actually affects him when he's on the podium. Mm-hmm. And he, he usually gives you the, hey, I got to coach better. I got to call better plays. I put our team in bad situations. He gives you that coach speak a lot. But when he decided to call Goff out after the Sunday night loss, in uh, San Francisco this year, you knew that Jared is, was getting under his skin with leaving plays on the field and turning the ball over. Um, I think he would also like – I think here's what's happened. I, I think McVeigh has – there's a lot to unpack here, Adam. I, I think he kind of has it in his mind that he needs his quarterback to be more mobile. Right? He certainly needs to cut down to the turnovers, but we see where this league is going, Right. And he doesn't need Lamar Jackson, right, right? but he needs a little bit more of natural playmaking ability when maybe it isn't there, and maybe the offensive line isn't doing his job as well as it should, and maybe the run game isn't totally established as it was in 2018 when they went to the Super Bowl. And, and they're not getting that. Now, how do you get out of this predicament? If you want to call it a predicament, it's going to be tough because there's a lot of money left on that contract. And it is going to be hard to move that contract. And is John Wolford really competition? I, they love him. I, 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 I did the guys' games in the AAF as well. I love John Wolford. Can he beat him out in a fair fight? I don't know. Do you want to put your franchise quarterback in that position? I don't know. But I think there will be some competition. I also think what Les was doing this week, um, Les was being cute in his own way and by channeling Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I love it. When he yeah. said – when he said the future is a beautiful mystery. Yep. And that was Les's way of punting. Like, hey, guys, listen, the future is a beautiful mystery. I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow, kind of. But it, it, didn't, it didn't answer the question. And the question still is, is Jared Goff your quarterback? Now, if the question were, is Aaron Donald going to be on the team next year, I think the answer might have been very different. And that certainly speaks to the fact that the Rams need to get better at quarterback. And if it involves pushing Jared to get better and him and Sean sitting down and figuring out what that would take in the offseason, then so be it. I just don't know how they move on from him right now financially. What did you make of Aaron Rodgers' comments after the loss on Sunday and then the ensuing commentary to our friend Pat McAfee on Man Dog Sports Radio on Tuesday? Yeah, I, I don't know that they – Like, I think Mark Murphy's comment is the most important one here. I mean, we'd be an idiot to not have Aaron Rodgers next year as our quarterback. I'm paraphrasing, but I know we use the word idiot. Yep. Um, it's. I, I think we need to consider the moment 
You know, consider everything Rodgers has gone through, any quarterback, but Rodgers particularly after they drafted Jordan Love, um, after he admitted to Kyle Brandt that he drank a lot of scotch that night, um, and after the fact that they just won 13 games for the second straight year and lost for the second straight year in the AFC Championship game, that, that's not hard to swallow. Um, and everything the way everything that happened in the game, you know, back-to-back picks of Tom Brady and then you do nothing with it in the fourth quarter, I mean, that, that's, that's hard to swallow. So I get it. Um, only Aaron knows what he wants. I would be surprised if he's not the Packers quarterback next year. But, you know, I'll say this. I have – I've sent emails around NFL Network, and we just never did it. Watching Aaron Rodgers' weekly press conference this year, um, it, I've, I've made a point of doing it live every day, every week this year, just because he has been a different dude. He has gone from the combative Aaron Rodgers, like smart combative, not mm-hmm, being a jerk, mm-hmm. to storytelling Aaron Rodgers this year on the podium. And the reporters in Green Bay ask really smart questions. Hey, Aaron that play we saw last week, it reminded us of a play 12 years ago in Minnesota. And he sits there in his figurative rocking chair and he tells stories. He's been very reflective, um, introspective all year, week in, week out. I, I've said we should make it a half hour show on the network. I think he's been that good every week. Yeah. And I, I think that same introspective Aaron Rodgers was the guy that we saw after the loss. I think that's a great characterization and a fair way to phrase it. And listen, he's my and favorite. I'm long-winded, too, here. No, but, so but, but, but it's worthy, and he's my favorite person to talk to in sports. He always totally. takes a pause. He always – there's nothing canned. There's nothing cliche. And you're right. There's something different all year, which is yeah. why – I don't think it's a lock he's coming back. Now, I listen, Mark Murphy and I go back to when I did radio after I graduated Syracuse, and he was the Colgate athletic director, and he used to come mm-hmm. on my radio show in Syracuse all the time. Bright guy. Love Mark Murphy. I just wonder aloud, Andrew, if, if Aaron at some point, and you even go back to the Kyle Brantz interview, I just wonder if he's been saying to himself, look, I'm not long for Green Bay. Brian Gunakis didn't give me a wide receiver, traded up for my replacement. Then on fourth down, my head coach didn't trust me. I just had an MVP season. I just wonder if this is going to be a thing throughout at least the next few weeks and maybe into the beginning of the offseason. Look, it might be a thing. I I think it absolutely will be a thing. The other thing in this equation is guaranteed money added to his deal. I mean, he, he is smart enough to play that game as well, which is what he might be playing, certainly. And he has a home here in Los Angeles, and he's from the Bay Area. And we just had the golf conversation. Yep. There is the omnipresent Garoppolo conversation yep. in the Bay Area as well. So he, he knows what buttons to push. I won't say that. And the other part of it, too, and Aaron knows this, this will be – you thought last year's offseason with quarterbacks was crazy? This is going to – I mean, the sequel, this is The Empire Strikes Back to that Star Wars. (laughs) This is Godfather 2, seriously, this summer. Because if you go through it, if you go through the 32 teams, and tell me how many teams you can say, without a doubt, definitively, no questions asked, know that their quarterback is on their roster right now for next year. There's Kyler, there's Russell, there's Lamar, there's Mahomes, 
There's Baker Mayfield. There's likely Tom Brady unless he decides to win and quit, which is probably not going to happen. We think there's Aaron Rodgers, but now there's this uncertainty. There are, especially with Deshaun Watson potentially available, so many teams that would at least think about doing something different. I think you're 100% right. Final question for you, Andrew. You're Browns. And listen, yep. I, I, I thought this was a really strong season. I thought they'd make the playoffs preseason. I, I love the coach, love the general manager. Baker struggled early, thought he played exceptionally well in the second half. Love what they did against Pittsburgh. They had a shot against Kansas City. Yeah. How do you assess the season? What's next for your Browns? All right, so I have – I'm really torn here, Adam, because I, I have – I don't think headed, ever headed into an offseason more optimistic for a Browns team than this team. Wow. Um, at least, you know, this recent vintage, maybe since the 07 team that won 10 games and missed the playoffs and you're optimistic heading into 08, but honestly I don't remember that offseason at all. Um, so it, it pains me. Like, I, I, I'm really not down after, like, 48 hours. Like, they had a great season. Really, like eh. – like, they have the right coach. I think they have the right quarterback. Like, they're moving in the right direction. Like, I can't wait for their next game. Like, it's That's that awesome. kind of optimism. That's awesome. Um, at the same time, they're down five in the fourth quarter and Mahomes <laughs> is out of the game. And you're like, ah, go for it on fourth and nine. Yep. You know, they thought they were going to get the ball back. And, and I think first and foremost, dude, they, they need – defensive players to get the other team off the field. And when they lost Olivier Vernon and really lost the pass rush opposite Miles, who wasn't the same after COVID. For everyone who says, oh, COVID's just something that football players go on a list for two weeks and then they can come back and be the same. But then, no, that is not the case. Miles Garrett is one of the best athletes in America at any sport, and he was not the same after COVID. They lost Olivier Vernon, um, and they simply need more defensive playmakers. I, I, I don't think people realize that they played with like a couple of street free agents at linebacker with B.J. Goodson and Malcolm Smith most of the year, and they had two starters in the secondary that never played a snap the entire season. Greedy Williams hurt his shoulder last year's second-round pick in training camp, and Grant Delpit, this year's second-round pick, tore his Achilles in training camp. So, I mean, they Joe Woods was keeping it together with duct tape all year long, and at the end, they couldn't get off the field against Chad Henney. So, you know, they come back next year with some defensive pieces. Um, I think they're a team to be reckoned with. The other thing, the positive thing is they made the playoffs with double-digit wins in the AFC North as the third-place team. So their schedule is in no way easy if you look at it. But they have a third-place schedule next year. So, you know what, I, I think things are – are looking up for once, which is good. Which is great if you're a long-suffering fan of the of the Cleveland Browns. Andrew, you're the best. Love watching you. Appreciate the time. Love seeing you on the NFL Network. Obviously, the Red Zone as well. Keep up the outstanding work, my friend, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Shine, love you. It's mutual. Keep doing your thing, and uh, let's hope our paths cross sometime soon when the world can go back to being the world, which is me shamelessly and aggressively collecting United Frequent Flyer miles. <laughs> we, we all need that, Andrew. We all need it. The greats, Andrew Siciliano. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Andrew Siciliano, how awesome was that? Bob Stew, incredible. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM On Demand. Thanks to our listeners on Pandora, listeners on Apple and with Stitcher. 
please hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and we know you love the Adam Shine podcast, and we appreciate it, and we truly love you. You can always catch me every weekday on my SiriusXM radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, SiriusXM, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. This is the Adam Shine Podcast. For more from Adam Shine, listen to Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.